Welcome back. My name is Chris. My name is Madison. And I'm Steve. And this is Streaming Things, now covering Lost by popular demand. And Madison is back. I'm back, baby. She couldn't escape. We couldn't do a show about people surviving a plane wreck on a lost island and or natural woods without Madison. Without me. Mm -hmm. I was getting PTSD from watching this first episode. I was like, ah, (laughs) flashback to Yellow Jackets. They're very similar. There's literally a part when they pull a guy out from under wreckage and his legs all fucked up. Like, Coach Ben. I was like, where's Misty? Ah." We need Misty bad. We do. They need Misty bad. Someone on ABC TV's going to run out with an axe and just hack a dude's leg off. (laughs) Madison was like, you guys swore you would let me out after Yellow Jacket season two was over. And you just started a new show. (laughs) I am locked into this chair. Literally. Literally. Mm -hmm. Chained. We feed her. Don't get weird. Yeah. Yeah. She gets water. Come on. Water and feed her. Water. (laughs) I'm semi well taken care of. We have a guy come in and muck the stables every now and then. (laughs) I'm sorry. Too far. But if you don't know what's going on, uh, because you're thinking, hey, Lost was 20 years ago. What are you guys doing? Well, my God, the patrons by popular. Well, let's be clear. I'm not sore about it. It actually did not win. It wasn't by the popular risk demand, but like the lost fans were very against. <laughs> if, if, there was, if, if, if you could do ranked choice voting on the yeah. Internet, it would have won. Yeah, because okay. it was always second place pretty much. Sure. And it was everyone's least like hated, ag- hated. Yeah, least hated <laughs> option. Hated yeah, there was no word. one that was like, fuck lost. I'm out if you guys do that. Right. Yeah. Um, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to, if you, we've talked about this before, but since this is episode one, the pilot of lost, uh, we're going to cover, we're going to commit to the bit of covering all of season one of lost. Yeah, we are. You guys that are all about lost. If you want us to cover seasons two through six, you better fucking make sure this show does gangbusters. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because we've actually been steadily declining since house of the dragon. Uh, like Last of Us did pretty well, you know. Oh yeah, Last of Us. Um, Yellow Jackets, not so much. I get it. it was on Showtime, and like a lot of people were like, "What is that?" Yeah. Um, you know, Gen Z didn't know what Showtime was. No. Which I I'll get. I'll tell him. I'll tell him. <laughs> yeah, spread the word, In Madison. My- <laughs> so you see, apparently when Steve was okay. young, Madison. they had multiple networks. So you had to pay my light the beacons, Madison. <laughs> I said, dead ass guys, yellow jackets. Millennials get call for aid. Gen <laughs> <laughs> Z will answer. I got it. They I'll used pick to up the go phone. to a store where all the movies were on shelves. Uh, yeah. I did that. You did not. Yes, I did. <laughs> oh my God. Speak. I went into the block. You had your fucking TiVo. You just went there for no, fun. No. You went there the way that people buy I had a vinyl block, now. No, I had a blockbuster card, bitch. <laughs> really? Don't be coming for me. Damn. When they did their three for 20 deal on DVDs in the front. That's because they were going was, out of business I was already. There. Yeah. I was there. <laughs> I was yeah. supporting them. I went to family video for the three for 21. That's funny. <laughs> That's how I got so many Blu-rays now. Wow. You just never returned them. No, no, I bought them. Okay. They were for purchase because they were oh, going out of right. business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that's the plan. And if you're listening to this now, it's what, Thursday in the future? Thursday. Yeah. So t- tomorrow you can listen to Steve and Phil break down Strange New Worlds yes. if you're into that show. Are you, are we, where are my trackers at? Log in tomorrow. All eight of you. Actually, it might be hugely popular. I don't know. Yeah, we'll find out. Time will tell. This I, is the only thing I know. It's, 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 it's mm-hmm. this. You got to stick your thumb out. Oh, I'm sorry. There you go. <laughs> you the thumb in? That's just V for V. Vendetta. <laughs> Good save. Nice. Good save. But lost. So also part of the shtick is Steve has seen 
all of Lost. Yes. He was a huge fan when it originally aired 20 years ago. God, quit saying it, man. 20 years ago. Quit saying it. I, I booted up Hulu and it was like original air date 2004 for this first episode. And my heart, you know, that, that back gift. when you could stay up late without making your feet hurt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, that gif of uh, Tim Allen from the Santa Claus and the beard just kind of just whoom, just yeah. grows. I just did that in my living room. Uh-huh. Like, oh, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> this mortal coil is getting older. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Madison and I have never seen Lost, never. though she has had conversations about lost with folks right yes people have talked to me about the show encouraging me to watch it i mm. just i i get fatigue when i look at how long a series yeah. is on for how many episodes but i'm excited i'm i'm hyped after watching yellow jackets yeah this is on the this list one. of shows that i was like apologetically saying i would never watch mm-hmm. uh and now look at me look at me look go at look, at, look at what you'll do and i've miraculously avoided spoilers so i know that's incredible nothing honestly. I have little insight to the show minus the ending. I think I have a little bit of the ending spoiled for me. But so far, this first episode, I dove in and I just was like, wait, what? (laughs) Yes. So, yeah. So this is kind of fun for me. Wow, my mic cut. That was weird. That was weird. This is kind of fun for me because... uh, when we started doing Yellow Jackets, the shoe was on the other foot. Yeah, over oh, my how the turntables have turned. How the worm has turned, mm-hmm. right? Because you two had seen Yellow Jackets mm-hmm. and I had not. And now I have seen Lost and you have not. This was your evil plan all along. <laughs> and that's also why we kind of decided to do Lost now is because it kind of, there's a lot of similarities between Lost and Yellow Jackets. Yes. As I'm seeing, mm-hmm. there's already a plane. Yes. But no Misty. <laughs> No it's sorely missing a Misty. Yes. There is. Well, a, is there a Walt? I think there is there a is, Walt. There is a Walt in yeah. here. So not a Walter. Not a Walter. I feel like I'm going to be telling you guys a lot <gasps> there of people's is names. Somebody Elijah Wood adjacent. Oh, yeah. Right. Not, Dominic Monaghan. That By the is way, true. My experience watching this, I knew at some point in my life that all of these actors were in this show, but I had forgotten. And so and I was scared I wasn't going to like the show because I'm fucking in it now. Like, I got to watch all of season one no matter what happens. So I'm watching it last night, and I haven't seen network television on purpose in many years. Yeah, how weird is it to go back to that So format? weird. Yeah. Very odd. So weird. Uh, though production value, pretty high, I, I was say. impressed. Yeah. I was very impressed. Oh, uh, one of our new segments later on, we'll get into that. Like, I'm for excited. the time, this had to have been the tits. <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the bee's knees. The, yeah. I have nothing to contribute. <laughs> I looked at you like, is that okay? <laughs> not even that. I'm As the only woman in the on room, it. titties is fine. Tits are fine. But like, I, I, I was thinking at the time, like, I don't know where I was or why I missed this. Uh, but I forgot. Of course, J.J. Abrams, this is like why he's so famous, mm-hmm. right? Is lost pretty much. Um, had no clue. I never knew that Michael Giacchino did the score for this show. Oh, oh wow. yeah, yeah. Legendary uh, composer. Michael what Cicchino. Else did, what else did he do? Most recently, The Batman. Oh. But he's done a ton of shit. Uh, the Up soundtrack, if you love that uh, one. Do, 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 do. That beautiful yeah. thing. Who doesn't love that one? Who doesn't love it? Uh, Damon Lindelof, of course, also famous because of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, tons of actors like Dominic Monaghan. Uh, who did Evangeline I see? Evangeline Lilly, Matthew Evangeline Fox, Lilly. Terry O'Quinn. I yes. recognize Maggie Grace. Maggie Grace. Uh, Ian Summerholder. Uh, Ian Summerholder. Uh yeah, Dominic Monaghan. Yeah. And, and as the show, if if we do continue going down this path. More cameos, more coolness. There's a ton of great actors that get introduced, including friend of the show. I th- Sean Whalen is in a couple yes, of seasons. Yes, Sean Whalen. Nice. Yes. We'll probably have him Heck on yeah. to talk about Lost. Uh, so there's a, there's a, the cast gets enormous. And Is it like, yeah. without spoiling, just 
nod your head if, if you can't say anything. But blink twice. <laughs> yeah, blink twice. <laughs> is it like Yellow Jackets in the sense that like they're like, this guy's been here the whole time because he was on the wreckage. And now we're introducing the way that they did with like Melissa and, and uh, those folks. I will say yes, but it's not dumb as you think. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> they said like at least 48 people survived is what he says to the pilot. And I was like, dang, dang. That's wow. what I said to myself. Dang. I was like, dang. All right. Well, let's dive right in. What we're going to do, we're going to do a scene by scene recap of each episode. Uh, and then we've got a segment called Beach Please. Beach where Please. Where Steve, because he's seen the show, is going to just drop some trivia of each episode uh, each time. Like cool little tidbits. Uh, then we got what we call Mile High Club moments. Our top three favorite moments of each episode. Followed by Passenger Princess. That's the award that passenger we give. Passenger Princess. Yeah. Madison, can you explain for those in the back who maybe aren't familiar with what a Passenger Princess is? Just like I had to explain to you guys five yes. minutes ago. <laughs> we didn't need that. The millennials are sending up the beacon. Gen Z must answer. <laughs> so essentially, it's very similar to when you are, you and your friend are going to drive somewhere and your friend says, oh, I call shotgun. Same principle but it's, you call them the passenger princess. And usually there's more context to the other person driving more often than the other person. So if you're the passenger princess, usually your best friend or your partner drives you around everywhere. Mm -hmm. Feet up on the dash. Yeah, feet up on the dash. Scroll on the social media. uh, Mm -hmm. Window down, you're in control of the ox, you have, you know, some snackies. Eating all the beef jerky. Yep, yep. (laughs) You're just chilling in the passenger seat, living your princess life. It's an exalted position, which Mm -hmm. is why we're giving that spot to the best performance of each episode. Exactly. And we'll cap it all off with a segment we call Lost, and found. We're going to try to tally the mysteries as they unfold and then take them off the list when they get answered. And that yeah. might be fun. That might be fun. So we're going to keep a running list of all the mysteries that they bring up. Yeah. And see if they actually get answered or not, because some people say that not all the mysteries do get answered in the show. <laughs> I'm going to put my considerable powers to, to lost finally. <laughs> never, never fear, folks. By and the I, way, and I do want to say we came up with the names for these segments because like we mentioned up top, Chris and Madison have not seen the show. Have not seen so them. So there might be better uh, segment name ideas that you have. And you may be, you know, you may want to send them in. Send because in they're, nominations. They're probably amazing ideas. But I but I do, I do suggest DMing me them because <laughs> they could be considered spoilery for the two who have not seen yeah. them. Yeah. Appreciate that. So Stay out of be, my DMs with your spoilery yeah, nonsense. Be kind. If you do have that that knee-jerk reaction to send us your amazing idea, I want to hear it. But DM me and Steve leave, May. Yeah, yeah. Just and leave them out of it because I don't want this to be spoiled from them as much as possible. Well, thank you. We appreciate that. Oh, boy. That's you, boy. Oh, boy. By the way, I already figured everything out. So one episode <laughs> oh, you did? in. Oh, yes. good. They landed yeah. in. Well, I'll show you. I'll tell you. Kansas. I can't I got, wait. I got to figure it out. Okay. All right. So let's dive in. Recap. Well, we get, there's something we have to address up top first, though, right? What do we do? What? There was an article. Oh, yes. So right. right before we started recording that, and we've been planning this for months, but then an article came out. Was it Vanity Fair? Yes. Uh, about, uh, I, I believe, I didn't read it, not because I don't care, just to be clear, but because I didn't want, somebody told me there was a lot of spoilers in there. But the general gist is that the actual production of Lost itself was rife with uh, prejudice and racism. Uh, to a degree, many people apparently were not aware. And of course, I knew nothing of this. I've never even wow. seen the show. Uh, and so Steve read the article just so we could be educated on that as a group. Uh, and he could navigate the spoilery waters and kind of address that up top, just like we did with Harry Potter 
uh, you know, we don't want to be associated with any of the nonsense that goes along with some of these TV shows and properties that we love. So Steve, why don't you dive a little bit into that before we get further along? Yeah. So this article was originally brought to my attention by moderator of the discord Enza. We love Enza. Um, and the, the article is called lost illusions, the untold story of the hit shows, poisonous culture bought by Marine Ryan. And this is actually less a Vanity Fair article and more an excerpt from Maureen's book titled Burn It Down. Mm. Um, and essentially, Chris, you kind of like put the nail, you know, nailed it on the head there where it's just she went around. Uh, Maureen went around and talked to a bunch of former writers of the show and kind of got their opinion. And a lot of writers who are uh, minorities or women have had some pretty awful experiences working on the show throughout its six, uh, six years or so or six mm. seasons. Um, a lot of the criticism is pointed towards the the top of the the pyramid, which is Damon Lindelof and Carlton Cruz. Uh, reading the article, it seems like so Damon Lindelof and Carlton Cruz are the uh, the showrunners, right? And when Damon Lindelof he created Lost, he really wanted like we're going to have this very um, inclusive writers' room with all these people. Uh, but when he got the show, in his words, he was very, very young. So he got the he reached out to someone he had met when he worked on Nash Bridges, who was Carlton Cuse. And it seems like Carlton Cuse is kind of like an old, older TV kind of old dude guard. with an old mindset. Mm-hmm. And and maybe Damon Lindelof at the time was too young to realize what was going on. Because nowadays people look at Damon Lindelof before this article came out and they were like, wow, what a cool inclusive dude like he made the new watchman show yeah, that's like super great watchmen, the leftovers mm, mrs wow. davis uh so like it seems in the article it seems like maybe this dude like just didn't know what he was doing so he was relying on the, the older person directing him but like that's not really an excuse because essentially some of the shit that's detailed in the article is pretty awful like there's some like very explicit like uh racism towards black people towards mm. asian people um there is a couple like women uh, misogyny jokes and stuff like in like it's pe- just like just oh, are we talking shit. like office comments or in things like, they had to put up with or yeah, are we so talking a mixture like of pay? So office comments well people will just like offhandedly make a very racist joke and people will laugh and then someone of the nationality that they joked about is in the room like that's not fucking funny and then that person's let go next season mm. that type Ooh, of wow. shit wow. okay like oh you don't you don't fit in with the culture here because this is kind of a toxic culture uh, there's claims that there was a, I, I, I don't have the name in front of me, but one of the best regarded lost episodes, which is in a later season, you won't see it this season, but it won like a ton of Emmys. Um, that episode was written by a person of color. Uh, but because of the nature of the show, Damon Lindelof and Carlton Cuse's name was also on the writing credit. But when that movie or when that episode came out and it got all the attention, they like kind of like absorbed all that credit and didn't give any to her. Mm. And that's what, how she felt about it. Um, and then there was also, there's um, topics of racism towards the cast and the characters of color. Cause if you, even this opening episode, there's a lot of uh, people of color who are in this cast, right? It's a very yeah, big I mean, ensemble I, cast. I made like made note of the representation in the cast. I felt. Yeah. And that was one of the things that people loved about the yeah. show initially. But as we continue down this lost uh, coverage, you will notice that the four or five most important characters are the white characters. And then uh, the people of color are pushed to the sidelines or mm-hmm. just completely written out of the episode because they are the, out of the show because they deign to speak up about it. And actually, while I was watching this, 
So I read the article and there were a lot of things in there I had no clue about, had never heard of. And I was like, wow, that's awful. But there was one story in particular that I remembered it at the time, like this being a huge controversy. And that was, uh, I'm, I'm looking for his name because he has a distinct last name, uh, Harold Perrineau, uh, Perrineau, mm-hmm. um, who plays Michael. Um, he kind of spoke out like, hey, I think you're kind of writing my character in a very like pigeonholed prejudice direction i would love to do something else and they're like okay so they changed the writing for that season and then let him go the next season because they didn't wow. think he was a team player and he went public and was like they're pretty racist and i tried to tell them about it and they fired me for it so i remember that being a big controversy is at michael because i've only seen the one episode the one time is michael the guy with this with the son yeah waltz's son okay mm-hmm. um so you know sorry spoiler michael gets written out of the show but in the future not Sometime in, this in the future. Yeah, not yeah. in this season. Uh, but but I remember that happening at, in real time. And um, there was a couple other things. Like, I know this show, specifically in season two, th- there, it was plagued with a lot of actors getting DUIs in Hawaii. And mm. several actors are fired from the show because of they kept getting DUIs and stuff. And the article alleges that certain members were fired because they were either women or people of color while other actors necessarily were given a pass because they were the Caucasian cast members, right? Yeah. Uh, So it is a real shame that this came out. You know, actually, it's kind of interesting that this came out right before we start covering it because it was such a, it's a huge article. It's really, really long. It took me like a half hour to read um, because I'm really dumb and bad at reading. Mm -hmm. Mostly. Historically. Mostly. I don't read good. Mm -hmm. Uh, so when we watched and, and, and I hate to like, like have this taint the, the first viewing of the show for you guys, because it is a very good show, but it is very unfortunate that these things were happening behind the scenes of a beloved show. Because when yeah. Enza shared this in Discord, like everybody who's a huge fan of Lost was like, I had no idea that yeah. this was this awful. This is really sad. And I'm kind of bummed that this kind of taints my my enjoyment of the show now. And that's every day our experience with everything <laughs> yeah. that we you know what I mean? All these right. properties, um, unfortunately, exactly. but we yeah. did want to call attention to it. We, you know, we wanted to educate ourselves on it, be aware of that as we watch it, uh, and not downplay that fact. Uh, and I'm glad that it came out before we, you know, so we could be aware of it and, and mm-hmm. maybe even totally. see signs of it uh, on the screen, but just wanted to make you all aware that we're, we're aware. Um, and obviously we try to be, uh, now we have a lot of idiot, mostly me. Like I just, <laughs> I, I hear what I say, when you all do, right? Which is a gift and a curse. Um, but also, you know, we're very, our intention is to be very inclusive on this show uh, and socially conscious and kind and just uh, share our love of nerd things and, and, and yeah, and passion in general. So with that spirit, we wanted to call that at the top of the show. Uh, so definitely do check that out. Maybe we'll put a link in the show notes or something like that, but seek that article out. Yeah, I can put that in the show notes. That might be a good idea. Yeah. And so you can uh, peruse it yourselves and, uh, let's move on to our recap of lost episode one pilot, which is you know, what they call the first episode of every show. But in this instance, it might have a dual meaning. Yeah. I said that before with the other plane show. Um, <laughs> pilot part one. Yes. Pilot part one. Oh, is it a part one pilot? Yep. Dang. Yeah. We should have done them both then. I, I was nervous that we were going to do both. So I ended up watching part two. Oh, my oh, did God, you? girl. <laughs> I'm trying to be I'm trying to be true to this. I don't know what's going on, except I do. I figured it all out. I'll okay. show you guys okay. in 10 right, minutes. You figured it out. I, so I, I considered doing both at the same time, but I looked at the original air date and part two did air a week later. Oh, okay. originally, oh. Which can you fucking imagine 
you yes, watch this I episode, you get to the end and you're like, what the hell? I got to wake se- seven more days for this shit. Yeah. That's literally what I'm doing right now, though. I know. And how are you, how are you holding up, buddy? <laughs> how are you feeling? Well, since I have to also watch um, Mission Impossible 1 and Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, I was like, oh, thank God I'm done with one. Um, but, well, I'll yeah. take it out of my brain. It's no longer there. She did. Like, she just like. I did. I. What's that called Harry in Harry Potter, Potter where they do the pensive. thing? Pensive. Yeah. She put yeah. it in the pensive. Yeah. It's gone. <laughs> like a lock and key, baby. Basically. I do have to say, after watching Yellow Jackets and consuming modern... Th- this is interesting going back to the show, because it's 20 years old. The way we digested TV back then was very, very different. This show is actually a pivotal reason for why TV is different now. Yeah. Uh, but it was so interesting after watching Yellow Jackets for these last couple weeks, turning on an episode and seeing that runtime at 40 minutes. Oh, baby. Yeah. I was By the way, high on life. did you watch it on Freebie? No, I, Hulu. I watched it on Hulu. It's on Hulu? It's on Hulu. I had to watch those fucking commercials for no reason. So did I. I had commercials on my Hulu. Oh, Oh, I don't don't have commercials on my Hulu. That's right. I'm a bougie bitch. Must be nice. (laughs) Well, I actually kind of, I actually own all six seasons on Blu-ray, even though I've never seen them because I bought Steve's collection. But I was too lazy. Like you couldn't get your ass up. It's like six feet away. Six feet away. No. Pull out. Oh, you just have to do this one time. You pull out the box set <laughs> yeah. for season one. Yeah, I know. But oh I didn't do God. it. I will next week. But here's what was kind of nice. I got the experience of watching it 20 years ago because of the commercials. That's true, yeah. Because they, they put them on to the breaks that Honestly, were there before. it was a little nostalgic. Was it? Was, I was like, oh, <laughs> I cannot have to focus on my screen for like so intensely Take a little break, start tippity typing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to make a sandwich. Yeah. Because this is, I got 48 seconds. <laughs> it is yeah. kind of weird watching it without commercials because it's like very dramatic thing. Cut to black. Yep. And we're back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we got uh, everything. Dude, this starts kind of batshit crazy. Oh, I love the intro to it this. It was like the guy snaps awake in the forest. He's in a suit. He's, it's focuses on an eyeball. A fucking dog walks over. I think his name's Kevin or Vincent or something. Vincent. <laughs> Kevin. The man's the van, the man's name is Jack. Which, the dog's name is Vincent. Right, right, right. Which, okay, they're introducing the characters in this episode, like their names. So I just have descriptions of the person. Oh, me too, in a fun way. I think yeah. we should leave it that way. Okay, okay. And then we'll, because we get their names organically s- later. Jack I can't is just wait to man. see your descriptions, and then I can pop in like, uh, that's Vincent the yeah. Labrador. Okay. He's hurt, right? He's confused. He's hurt. And I put, is that bamboo? And he, <laughs> I think it is. It is. Uh, he has like a plain liquor bottle. And I'm just going to go Shoot through, her. interrupt me when you want to but I got like wild notes. I'm just going to go through yeah, right? Go for it. He starts running and I put, there's a shoe. A I shoe. don't know why. <laughs> In all just, caps. It's just like shoe. It zooms on the shoe. Yeah. Then <laughs> he runs out onto the beach and I put, it's pretty nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty nice. And then it's he hears nice. a woman screaming less oh. nice. Uh, and there was like plane crash debris and people everywhere all of a sudden. <laughs> We're just doing the sound effects to whatever. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, and I, I, I wrote Mary because I love Lord of the Rings and I forgot Dominic Monaghan was in this. Uh, and there's a whole fucking plane engine. It's still running. <laughs> how, do you, we see, how do you think that engine's still running? Honest question. I mean, <laughs> what's it connected to? <laughs> I guess the wires are still connected. Well, to I was wherever. just like, was it going so fast that it's just like, what is that called? When well, it just well, keeps going, well, it was going, force, but then sure. the kinetic energy, the sound, yeah. the sound effects <laughs> made it seem like it was like slowing down, that it would mm. whir back up and it would slow down and whir back up. I don't know how planes work. 
We did maybe they a, maybe they I mean hang it's out going and, fast enough to chop a man. Maybe they hang out in hangers. I don't know what it's called. I just know the you sound it makes when planes? it takes a man's life. For planes, do you think? <laughs> <laughs> That's a yellow jackets reference. But yes. there's a trapped man under the debris and the, oh, the no, our no. our main character so far. All we have suit guy, aka Jack. He ties a tourniquet with his tie. So I put tie tourniquet. Um, so he's obviously a handyman. That's all we know at this point, right? Then yeah. we see a woman going into labor because of course she is. Wow. She's, she's having contractions. What an awful What would make this moment more stressful? Pregnant woman. Uh, and then there's a dude giving a woman CPR in the corner. CPR? CPR. That's what they call it on this island. That's what Ian Summerholder calls it. Yeah. And then, this, and then yeah. Yeah. he probably was like, hold back, everyone. Give me space. I'm going to give her CPR. <laughs> <laughs> and then a fucking dude gets sucked into the plane engine. In the middle of all of this, of, there's an explosion because of course there is. And then Jack gets uh, this this big guy. Uh, he asked him to help him with the pregnant woman. Hurley. Hurley. We don't Hurley. get his name in this episode, That's do we? We do. Do we? What? I didn't catch it. Oh, uh, maybe we don't. I just know who they are. So yeah, I just you can't Hurley's do that. Here. That's what I'm saying. If we don't know his name yet, he doesn't have a fucking name. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's like one of the most popular characters, right? Yeah. Long-haired guy. Yeah, Hurley's great. Long-haired guy. <laughs> so he asked him to like time the contractions, right? Does he give him a watch? Or does, does Hurley have I, a watch? I think, I think he tells him to count, and he's like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> right? Which is the right response. Oh, for right? sure. Yeah. That's a super bummer. You just got off of a plane wreck, and the first thing that happens is, here's a pregnant lady having a baby. Yeah, I mean. Time or contraction. But imagine her POV, right? Like, this oh, sucks. Yeah. yeah, she's like, I, I'm having a baby. I just a plane wreck, and you give me to this guy. Oh, my gosh. And the first name we get is Jack, because that's, I think, Hurley asks, hey, what's your hey, name, what's your name? He says, I'm Jack. <laughs> so then he goes Jack. over to the CPR guy and the dude is the shittiest lifeguard of all time. He's like, you're doing that wrong. And the lifeguard, well, I'm actually lifeguard certified. And he's like, well, maybe give that certification back. I have written Ian Summerholder is an idiot. <laughs> and then he's like, hey, yeah, you know what? He's a himbo and I'm here for he it. He is. Yeah. But that dude has the most piercing blue eyes that have ever you, existed in a person's skull. Are you falling in love? Dude, I love Ian Summerholder. Are you kidding me? You love was love. In, was he in like a vampire show and he was vampire, like a hot sexy vampire? Vampire Diaries. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Suck me, baby. <laughs> okay. I will, me. I will be your thrall, Ian Summerholder. That's my uh, Mile High Club favorite moment right there. <laughs> Suck me, baby. Suck me, baby. <laughs> But yeah, he's a shitty lifeguard. And then he's like, well, why don't we do the pen thing where you like stab it in her throat? And he's like, uh, yes, go get me a pen. That's what Jack says. Uh, Does ballpoint work or like gel? Right. Like what kind, man? Is this a situation where you can only use red ink or black ink? Get Jack's them all. Like, That's what he does. Yeah, get them all. So then it's just a pretty smart way to like you give a confused person who's trying to be helpful, but they're fucking up. Just give them a task yeah. that they can focus on. It's pretty smart. Prime honestly. leadership right there. Yeah. In that moment, yes, go find me a pen because he just wants him out of his face. And then he saves the CPR woman. Uh, she brings her back. Right. Because he's been blowing air to her stomach for an hour. And so he's like, oh, God, can I even fix this? Uh, and then the wing starts snapping off and falling on the pregnant woman and Hurley. Of course it is. And then there's another explosion that that well in the defense chris that wing was made out of pure gasoline it was it apparently <laughs> maybe was. even pure guzzling i, I don't know i didn't mind the engine explosion but the the wing one i was like what's going on right now <laughs> this is the most jj did jj abrams like get a call from michael bay Literally. in the middle of this and that's say, what i was thinking i have an idea 
And JJ was like, hey, man, you're the expert. Sure, man. Um, Bay- Bayhem. That's what we a, need here. You need at least 10 explosions. This whole and it, sequence. And if the plane could, like, transform into a robot and give everyone a thumbs up before walking into the ocean, <laughs> that would be better. No, that would be a bad robot. Uh, bad robot. <laughs> Did you mean to make that joke? Yes. Oh, thank God. That was, that was good. That was, that was good. good. And then it almost hits Mary and upset me. Uh, and then Jack looks at Hurley and he's like, stay with her. And Hurley's, like, laying in the, in the sand and he's like, okay, I'm, duh, I'm not man. going anywhere, yeah. man. Uh, and then we get the opening credits. Uh, there's like, it's just Jack, I think, walking through the debris is the opening credits. Uh, and he's going off to be on his, on his own. He gets to like a bunch of garbage and shit. And the dude with the pen shows back up and he's like, hey, man, I got the pens, <laughs> which is great. Um, I, I, I love this shot because it's the, so it's from the perspective of inside the plane looking at Jack and he's like kind of like distraught. Oh, my God, I was in there. Uh, that was my seat over there. And then Boone shows up, hands in the pan, and he says, and Jack's like, great, thanks, man. And Boone, or Boone's like, yeah. He's <laughs> so satisfied. But, but it still, like, pushes in on him, and and, and he's just behind Jack, just kind of like, what do I do? Yeah, what now? Where's <laughs> the lady, actually? I look at my feet? I Is just this a beach? would have loved to see, like, side conversation of Ian Summerholder's character do you have a pen? Yeah, like going to everybody. Do you have a pen that I could use? <laughs> All these plane wrecks and fighters like, no, fucking get away get from away me. Get away from me. But there were like six of them that he had, had a pen. A, he had a lot yeah, of them. I was surprised he found any, yeah. much less that many. Um, can you even take a pen on an airplane anymore? Yeah. Like I'm in sure your pocket? You I'm yeah. sure you can. Okay. You can take a vape pen. What do you mean? Oh, okay. Well, that's true. That's a good point. You can't hit it, but you, people do. Not me. Yeah, you're good. you're a good boy. See, I bring uh, nicotine lozenges because I follow the fucking rules. Can confirm. <laughs> I was on a plane with him. But Jack starts going into a suit. Is that his suitcase? I it's always not wondered rude. that too. No, it's not. And he just happened to find thread, which is what he was looking for. Which I was like, okay, he's glamour because he has like a little leopard print. Like I with know his toiletries. I was like, oh, okay, maybe that's not his suitcase. Right, I knew it, it wasn't, but I yeah. how I rude secretly wanted. It and to who be. traveled with uh, needle and thread, and why? Probably a grandmother that got sucked out into the the horrible frigid air of 10,000 feet above the ocean. How lucky for him to, the first suitcase he opens. Uh, By the way, (laughs) how did did they fucking survive this kind of crash? Like there are tens of thousands of feet in the air when they lose the tail of the plane and then the the cockpit, cockpit breaks off. Emphasis on the cock. (laughs) Yeah, like when you're watching Peacock. Right. The cockpit breaks off. It's just like this tube that's open on both ends, hurtling through the air. Enough so that, like, Jack was completely ejected. He's laying, like, 20 feet away in some bushes. Oh, yeah. But they so survive. Far away. Like, how does this? I don't know. I'm just not buying it, man. You're not buying what? That anyone survives this crash. That fuel doesn't melt at that temperature, man. <laughs> that's, tr- that's true. <laughs> the steel beams don't melt at that temperature. And those engines will run forever. But yeah, so he goes through some other person's shit, which is, again, third time, rude, and steals some needle and thread. Hey, when you survive a plane wreck at, at, like, at that high altitude and then like where you should have died, you get a free pass on going through. But I like to imagine that's true. like someone who's alive stuff and they're like watching him like, <laughs> yeah, the, of all the things. The dude with like the broken leg that got pulled out of He's the like, wreck. Hey! It's like, hey, my thread. I was going to nip hey! my kids a stocking. Don't eat my Slim Jims. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but plot twist. Oh, good. He didn't take the Slim Jims. <laughs> <laughs> plot Thank twist. Goodness. Jack was wounded the whole time helping everyone else. So I like this is very clever characterization that he's got this severe wound, but he was more concerned about everything. 
everyone else first. Yeah. He sneaks off to go address it. Uh, but then when he takes his shirt off, he can't, he can't reach the cut, right? How's that go again? <laughs> Luckily, there's a very curious woman walking by in the woods, and he's like, hey, hey girl, do hey. you know how to... This, I love this interaction. So good. It's so funny. <laughs> do you know how to sew? I made drapes once. How is making drapes where you start your sewing journey <laughs> for anyone? Am I wrong? You're not wrong. That is mystery numero uno. I mean, I'm <laughs> writing that down. <laughs> Let's put a pin in that and see if pin they revisit. Right there. Why did Kate make drapes her first sewing problem? Like, oh, I dabble. I've constructed the drapes in my home. What? <laughs> Though I do suppose it's just a giant rectangle that you hem. Maybe it is a decent place to start. But Maybe. he's like, hey, well, then will you sew my back then? And she's like, I mean, I used a sewing machine. And he's like, you'll do fine. Um, what a handsome young doctor Jack is. We find out he's a doctor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He chooses a classic black thread, right? Standard. What if he had gone with like pink or purple or something fun? He's a fun doctor. All I would be able to think about from here on out is... Jack's running around. He's got some fun thread down his, yeah. his abdomen there. Yeah, he does. And this is where, is this the scene where he tells the story of the count and all that stuff? Or is that a little bit later? That's some really cuts? Later. a little bit later. I thought so. I was like, damn, surely I didn't tell bad. No, no but this, can we talk? Is, oh, go ahead. Well, I was just saying, can we talk about the reveal of Angeline, Evangeline, Evangeline Lily? Lily? She is so pretty, so gorgeous. Oh, my goodness. I had no, my only experience with her is Ant-Man and the Wasp, which mm -hmm. is Probably you guys, me hearing you hearing me say that is probably like awful, but I had no clue. I, she, no I have I mean, no clue she was in Lost. She's not like in the biggest of movies, so it, I, it's understandable why. Right, but I just was like, oh my goodness, love her. She's great. The wand. And then okay, she was. They were having their you know flirtatious whatever sewing conversation, and I have written in my notes they're gonna fuck. <laughs> they're one hundred percent gonna fuck. 100%. That's all I had to say. 100%. 100%. That's one thing I used to say a lot because you released our old Patreon episode well, from like a year ago. And I was disgusted with like the ticks that I used to have. Because like, which one? I was listening, to, I think it was a Knight's Tale. And I, I just, every time you guys would say a good point, I would go 100%. 100%. And I'm just like, <laughs> stop with the percentiles, my guy. <laughs> Past Chris. Ugh. Terrible. I don't even know percentages. You're terrible at math. What does zero, that even mean? Zero percent. Zero percent. <laughs> so, yeah, if you said like a decent point, I should be like 78%. So, so is Evangeline Lilly in this and uh, this show, is she going to be your version of Chris's Christina Ricci? I think so. Already. Uh, you already know. I think so. Mm. Mine's She's pretty Boone. great. Oh. Fair point. Boone's my Christina Ricci. Yeah. Oh, suck me, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> But I don't know. This cast is pretty pretty hefty, so mm -hmm. we'll they see. Got some handsome but ones. so far, my my loyalties lie with Kate. With Kate, mm -hmm. Lady Kate, Lady Kate. Mm -hmm. uh, so so I love the part where he hands her the little vodka that he had. Oh yeah, to like is, wash off. That's to wash your right? hands. Uh, no, it's gotta be more showing later. It's here. It's here. It's here. Well, it that's is, when they have the conversation about the fear and stuff. No, it cuts. It cuts oh, after he just the dumps color. the liquor there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, because he hands it to her for her hands, and then he's like, "Save me save, some, save me some, for the pain." <laughs> right? <laughs> like, because she gives him a look like, 
Oh, it's for the cut. Damn, sir, do you party? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for the cut. Uh, yeah, and this is actually um, this scene with them. I think the whole scene, this one, and then the when it cuts back to them, that's actually what they used for actors who were auditioning for the roles. Oh, so this scene is how they. Uh, oh, like picked, these were the sides. Yeah, these. This nice. is how they picked which actors would play Jack or and Kate. Is they had them do this scene. See what oh. kind of chemistry they had. Yeah, and apparently it was a lot. A lot. Madison picked up on that. Oh, one. Like, uh oh. One hundred. She's like, I smell sex. <laughs> Uh, we then kind of see some other survivors. They don't really have any lines, but we see some survivors doing some stuff. We Cigarette see, guy? We see uh, the My Marlboro note is, Man. Hold up. <laughs> I'm reading this now for the first time. Mr. Cool Man has a ciggy. Yeah. <laughs> I said cigarette guy. He's cool and tough. And this is a character you know, right, Steve? Yeah. So I want to give you the pleasure of these like first impressions. Oh, I yeah. put, he's got that, how am I going to clean all this shit up face? Because <laughs> he's just like surveying while smoking. Like, uh, it's going to be a long shit. day. I'm not going to be able to clock out for hours. <laughs> but why does he look like that instead of panicking? Because he's cool. Maybe, he's maybe a we'll mystery. find out. Maybe these are some really good, important things yeah. that you should pick up on these characters just in these one little shots of them. Yeah. Because we see what what did you call him, Mister Cool Man? Lighten up a ciggy. Has a ciggy. Cigarette guy. We see the pregnant woman on beach. I say, dang, she's super pregnant. That's my note. Eight months pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of pregnant. But she's carrying well. She, you ever yeah, even very told well, that? Yeah. You ever heard that criticism? You're, you're carrying, carrying well. well. Yeah. Hmm. My wife would get that in the grocery store a lot. Oh my God, you carry so well. I don't know what that means. I just know women say that, so I want to be cool. She means she's a she's a she's a she's a what's the football person who catches the ball and carries it receiver? over the receiver? Yeah, she's a yeah. <laughs> that sounds weird to say. Yeah, I don't like that. Call <laughs> a pregnant woman <laughs> a receiver, Steve. I don't, Come on, man. We can graduate from this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> it's a passenger princess. Um, <laughs> In my uh, defense, I didn't know you. they were called receivers. <laughs> okay. That's when Steve does not know football. <laughs> what did you think it was? A tight end? I, I wanted to say linebacker, but back? I knew that was wrong. A defensive tackle? <laughs> you were so offensive in many ways without meaning to. I was going to call her a linebacker. <laughs> oh, I was trying to make a metaphor of like she's carrying a football yeah, to yeah, the goal. Yeah. It, it got away from me. That's okay. I'm leaving all the this in. The intentions were very sweet. I'm leaving all this in. Pen guy, which we find out is Boone, right? Is Boone. Trying, Boone. <laughs> trying a cell phone. Uh, and then I put, it's the guy from Sense8. Did any of you watch Sense8? No. no. So Saeed is a, a prominent character in Sense8, mm. which is a show from the Wachowskis that I adore. It got canceled. Mm. Uh, it's very queer. You would love it, Madison. Amazing. It's one of my favorite shows ever. I love it so much. Uh, but yeah, he was in that. I was like, ah! It's like the Leonardo, Leo DiCaprio pointing meme. Uh, mm -hmm. CPR lady is what I called her. She's kissing a ring, it looked like, on a necklace. Mm. Which confused me because later on the plane, she says that her husband's in the bathroom. Mm -hmm. So I don't know why she would have a ring on a necklace already because I thought her husband had been dead for many years. But it looks like he died in the crash. Uh, but we'll we'll go there later. Um, I don't even want to look at Steve to get an indication about how wrong I am. 
Um, and we're back to the sewing couple. And then I put terrible spinal surgery story. <laughs> it, it's, it's pretty bad. This yeah. is not a story you tell somebody who's trying to like muscle through doing minor surgery for the first time. I remember my first time. He's like smoking. Siggy <laughs> guy had walked by and given him a Siggy. He's like, hey, you're going to need this. I, Your brother. I sliced her back sack and all of the Skittles fell not out. Not the back sack. <laughs> I don't remember I, what he said. I meant to, I, I meant to go back and re-listen to his story because when he says like I sliced her back sack and <laughs> the spaghetti noodles came yeah. out like I'm <laughs> watching at home like mm, we, <laughs> we, we have a lot of doctors who listen to this podcast can y'all write in and let us know like is the thing he's talking about a real, real fucking thing is that real jargon I, the back sack line in particular was like that can't be what they call no. it right <laughs> so I'm not gonna lie I was not a fan of this scene, and I don't know if I'm supposed to be here, if it's like a, but it's like Shepard's performance. None of this was working for me because he was giving me like grizzled cop on the last day on the force vibes when he's like mm. this young, handsome doctor. Yeah. And out of nowhere, he's just like, yeah, sometimes you just got to <laughs> soldier on. Let the fear in. Like, I understand he was trying to get to the point of like the five second rule yeah. of like you, you know when you, you drop something be... on the ground you have five seconds it's okay to eat it yeah, yeah. But he was inheriting that in his own way and the fact that you know you can only have five seconds to be fearful before you know you have to do it do what you need to do but i'm like you it took you a while to get there my guy yeah the spirit of the scene yeah, works the, but the, like the, the monologue way, is too long the way yeah. that he did it was too dark it was it was tonally off from where he was going with it exactly you never have yeah. the word sack in a poignant monologue right i'm <laughs> just that's a rule i think all writers should adopt and don't talk about spaghetti you're stuck on an island everybody's hungry come on man well, that's what like did he that's say like is... if you were to compare a woman who's pregnant to a linebacker or yeah, a receiver nobody would do that nobody would do that that's stupid to do did he and say in poor taste her nerves came out yeah like, i just was like I, don't I, thought like he, that. I thought he paralyzed a girl that's what i thought he yeah, was he going had, he has this towards. really long like it was hell her guts were out her <laughs> she was dying leaking spinal fluid I was everywhere so scared but i let myself not be scared and this so, was fine this so was okay I said, yeah then i fixed her up I, and then we went know. and got ice cream afterwards it was yeah, great it was i thought he was gonna be like so i said ew and ran <laughs> oh that's why I was on the that's why I was on the plane because I'm clearly so young that I'm still in residency. Oh. I hope she's okay. I doubt it though. Yeah. Anyway, don't do that. Keep sewing. <laughs> right about where you're sewing is where the sack is. Why why are you passed out? Okay. <laughs> she just blows chunks and falls over. Yeah. You failed the test. <laughs> um, but any hoozle. Uh, we cut to Saeed talking to Mary. Marry a duck, Brandy Buck. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, and then Pen Guy Boone brings a chocolate bar to Shannon, who I did uh, get a name for. Dom, uh, Mary. Uh -huh. I, can't, I can't call him his real name because we haven't gotten there yet. But Mary does a thing that reminded me of you, Chris. Uh, what do you do? Madison, do you recall? He has tape he was, around his fingers oh. and he has a Sharpie and he's writing fate, fate. on his hands. Because I remember you used to cover your hands, your fingernails with oh, Sharpie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I don't know when he said that. I just like I was. <laughs> when I saw him doing that, I don't know why. I'm like, oh, Chris used to be rebellious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. We all, everybody. I was a cornball as well. <laughs> we all, everybody. We all, everybody. <laughs> um, and then 
so Pen Guy dates Shannon, right? Is that yeah. What and Shannon sucks. She doesn't want the <laughs> she doesn't want the empty calories of a chocolate bar. Yeah. Even in this situation, she's convinced that they're going to be rescued soon enough to where she doesn't have to do that. So he yeah, just, idiot. Yeah. I'll eat when the rescue box. plane gets here because, to be honest, the grub here sucks. <laughs> the rescue plane will clearly have a better hors d'oeuvre menu. Obviously. Yeah, Obviously. Obvi. Or at least some kale. Was kale hot yet? I think this is pre-kale, the show. so hot right now. <laughs> uh, and then Hurley brings food to the pregnant woman. Mm-hmm. And he gives her a second meal, which is instantly like, I love this man because she's eating for two. Yeah. And does, even she's like, oh, doesn't Aww, he also give her a third too? like, doesn't he? He gives her two initially, I think. And then he walks off screen. And I think when he comes back, he's giving her a third. Is it a third? Yeah, oh, I thought it was just two. Yeah, because yeah, he, he gives her one and then there's a beat. He gives her a second one. They finish their conversation. He leaves and then he, his arm comes back and hands another. I think he gives her three meals. I didn't catch three, but huh. no matter what, it's it's very endearing. It's very nice. Yeah. And that's what it's meant to do. Hurley's great. Then we see uh, the man and his son uh, and we see a Korean couple who's man like, and, his and son. he's given his, the, the, the Korean couple, the guy's given his wife a speech about how it's just me and you against the world. Yeah. Fuck everybody the, else. They need to stay together. She does not look happy. She's like, I don't like any of that. We need to pool our resources. I'm a like, very sociable person. I feel like that guy over there, I feel like the doctor man would be good to know. I feel like we should know <laughs> yeah. the dude passing out food. He seems like someone yeah, we should get to know. that guy just gave three plates to that lady. Uh, I'd like the, to be his the, friend. The dude from Sense8 is building a bonfire. We should go be friends with him. The husband's like, but, and I, and but I think, pen guy. Yeah. And, I, and I just, mm-hmm. uh, honey, I know you're not into this, but I think that guy's from Drive Shaft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that guy's very handsome. And his girlfriend sucks. I think we could probably do something there. Uh, Is that a, ban- a, a vampire? He's in a vampire show I love. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, after that, we see uh, Jack looking over an impaled man. Mm-hmm. Uh, not in a good way. Right. The impaled guy. And it was sewing lady. That's what I called her. It was sewing lady's <laughs> seat buddy. Oh, it's worse when your seat buddy gets impaled. Wait, sewing, sewing lady? lady? Kate. Kate? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I was picturing somebody else. It was Kate's seat buddy. You're right. There's only one sewing lady, guys. I don't know uh, why I pictured. Well, because we established her name was Kate, so it was weird to go back to a weird nickname you hadn't said yet. <laughs> then we get to the only other thing in this episode that took me like in a way. I was was like, it the leaf plane? What the fuck? <laughs> why did Jack spend the time to fabricate a plane I know. out of I a have, leaf? I have written a uh, leaf plane question mark. Where the fuck did he get that? <laughs> he made that it, shit. Just, Hold on. Before I kind of recap what happens, Kate. Before I was a, I need a, a plane. surgeon, I also, I would do this all the time. While I was looking at the impaled man, I had a vision for a plane leaf. This a leaf guy, plane, if you will. I, I'm sure they called him Jack because he's the jack of all trades. Because this guy oh. also took a few flying lessons. But of he course got, he did. He got bored by that. Yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's a common thing to get bored by plane sure. travel and yeah. flight. And that's how he knows that there's going to be a transceiver in the cockpit. Uh, but she... She's on board with this idea. She's like, hey, I saw smoke through the valley. That's probably where the cockpit is. And he's like, oh, probably. We got to find the cockpit. And this is where we find out her name is Kate. Mm -hmm. And then, Steve, this is where I figured out the entire show. Oh, okay. All right. Because we we hear in the background what are indubitably dinosaurs. And so the plane crashed into Jurassic Park. And, of course, as we know, life finds a way. Mm -hmm. Uh, and the only the only mystery left for me 
is why is how do female dinosaurs mate together? <laughs> is why in the wild? Is why how do you know they're all male? Do you go into the park and lift up the dinosaur skirts? I don't know how Vincent the dog <laughs> got buried in Pet Cemetery yet because he's very creepy. That dog. <laughs> There's a horror sequence sequence later where they pan out and it's just the fucking dog no, he's watching, just watching him. him. <laughs> <laughs> and I went, <laughs> but yeah, those That's are definitely dinosaurs, right? I mean, we can all agree on that. Uh, they have neither confirm nor deny said dinosaurs. Dinosaurs are the only things that have a gargantuan quality about them. I said uh, <laughs> Godzilla, question mark? <laughs> That's a fair guess as well. King Kong? Mm-hmm. Hello? 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 <laughs> Hello? Hello, King Kong? Is that uh, you? I, I, my favorite part of the scene is, like, you hear all the crazy noises. There's trees, like, being, like, yeah. s- destroyed. Like you know? a wing a wing And then it cuts to Walt, and Walt's like, is that Vincent? <laughs> oh, the king, yeah. <laughs> it makes me laugh every time. Like, does Vincent and do this often? His dad's oh like... No, no, it's get, not Vincent. Away. Go back to sleep. Are <laughs> you warm they, enough? But then they do the uh, the the big like this is the cast shot where they oh, kind of do that tracking yeah. shot and all the the main players step up and look confused into the woods. Yeah, you got to man because it's dinosaurs. Yeah, uh, pen guy's name is Boone. Yeah, that's right. We've been saying that, but we find that out. So the names so, we've been given are Kate, Jack, Jack. Vincent, <laughs> Vincent, uh, uh, Boone, Shannon, and I think that's it. So uh, I think Saeed and Charlie, because when they're, oh, at, yeah. when they're at the bonfire, they introduce themselves to each other. Charlie's, Charlie's Dominic Monaghan. Yeah. Monaghan. Uh, okay. That's Charlie. Uh, and you can tell J.J. Abrams, Abrams' direction here. Like in this scene, like what you're talking about when everybody's like looking into the woods, like it's got some pretty impressive like movie, uh, like there's some impressive Jim and Crane yeah. shots and stuff here. I was like, oh, nice. You know? Yeah. Yeah, pretty complicated moves where the camera's kind of going in and out between the cast members and they're like yeah. looking back and forth very suddenly, depending on what the noises are. Yeah, it was, it was good. But when everyone's kind of done and the music, you know, it, it focuses on Charlie and Chris, what does Charlie say? I don't know. Terrific. Oh, he does. But you know who else is terrific? Me? Well, yes, that is true. <laughs> but specifically, Chris, I am talking about our super patron producers who have helped us keep the lights on in this show. Mm. And these are the super patrons. Kristen Stewart. N- no. Oh. Some of these are case to patron saints of streaming things, uh-huh. though, which is a tier you can get at patreon.com slash streaming things. If you would like to support the show, just like these people have, plus many others to get bonus content, like bonus episodes, as mm. well as getting a shout out on the show. Come on. You can do that. Just go to that website and sign up at the tier. These people are at the tier 25 and up. Can you imagine that? $25 and up. These mm. guys, are great and I'm going to shout them out. You ready? I'm ready. We got Chester Copperpot. Woo! Oh, I thought you were going to react. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, Chester Copperpot. Hold on, hold on. Take two. We got Chester Copperpot. Woo! We got Stanton Valentino. Okay. Svento7. Deadass. Jaron Bowers. Mm-hmm. Jenny. No cap. AK Ashley Ray. Let's go. Alan Tomlinson. Wendy O'Laughlin. Jason Hawkins. Trey Barrera. Conrad. David Malfara. Kaylee Sampson. Rabbit Dog in a Barbie car. Whoop, whoop. Jose Ruben Cruz Rodriguez. Alexis Adler. Thomas Alexander. Emmy, Joe Velez, Valerie, Aaron Layton, John Collins, Amanda King, Sun Loving Mortal, Andrew Gray, Jadinklage Morgoon, Jen Robinson, Kate, Chloe Richardson, Kalisha Reeves, Kiki Newton, Kevin Strother, Jeanette That's Murphy, so cool. Casey McCain, yes. and the aforementioned Enza. 
Enza. So thank you all. Thank who, you. Thanks to all those Sincerely. people and the many other people who subscribe to us on patreon.com slash streaming things. It means the world to us. It does. Keeps the lights on. Yep. Pays for shit like lost. Mm-hmm. So let me get a flashback after all of this, right? When Jack's, he's flirting with the flight attendant for some extra booze, which Chekhov's liquor is what I'm calling Chekhov's that. Because it's like, hey, that's how he got that little bottle. That's neat because he only drank one, put the other. Oh, man. Uh, son of a, he was kind of doing it in kind of a bitchy way there, right? Uh, She's like, how's your drink? He's like, it's not a strong one. Well, and she's like, oh, well, well, there's some more alcohol for you. No, I didn't read that into the interaction. He's so handsome he can kind of be a dick. You know just, what I mean? I mean, he is a good looking man. It's like, He oh. was definitely taking advantage of his attractiveness sure he knows how to get what he wants and he sure. was he, he could have had me if he yeah. wanted me do you think if terry o'quinn tried this on the plane he'd get away with it is that the guy with the orange in his mouth yes oh no no <laughs> absolutely not <laughs> uh and then mary aka charlie uh he pushes by to go into the potty uh when you gotta go you knocks go. jack back and the, him and the flight attendant are just like <laughs> or the other lady there that's next to him the other passenger which is the uh cpr lady uh, and then he gets chased by flight attendants, sir. Uh, that's, Hold when on. The, that's when the turbulence kicks up. And then I put her husband was alive because we get that interaction between uh, the CPR lady and Jack. And Jack, like she's, and she's traveling like, with her husband. Yeah. He's he's in, uh, the potty. in the back at the potty. And we learned the tail had fallen off. So my theory is that that's when her husband died because yeah. he was in the potty back there. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Is that where we're all on that page? That makes sense. Yeah, okay. yeah I think that so. tracks the, tr- the tail of the plane is gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then multiple people did not have seatbelts, even though they were warned the light was on, because when the major turbulence kicks up, like four people hit the fucking ceiling. I, I was like, that. oh, you fucked up. I, I put tisk tisk because <laughs> I have my seatbelt on 100 percent of the time. 100 percent. Unless I got to pee. Right. And you never and I quote, never poop on a plane. <laughs> this is why. Unless you're on a very long flight and, hold and nature calls, <laughs> would you hold it from like on a on a twelve hour flight? Okay, if I don't listen. go on a, oh, I've never been on an international flight. I'm sure I might have to poop, but I, don't I think was my on body an international flight, and they they're strategic about it because they gave us so much cheese, <laughs> so much dairy. They said no one's shitting on this flight <laughs> <laughs> or tomorrow. We yeah. are stopping you up. Like I I forget what the main course was, but they gave me like four blocks of cheese. cheese. I'm not kidding you. It was like the prepackaged, you know, you would get for lunch, but it was like cheddar. It was like provolone. Mm, It was so hungry right now. Gosh, it was what other kind of cheese (laughs) was it? Was it pepper jack? Jack? Was it melted? Well, okay. What (laughs) I did was, (laughs) no, I I can't remember the other ones, but what I did was the main course was really warm because it was like, you know, warm aluminum foil. I put the cheese on top of it and melted, it, melted it. Oh, it was uh, so good. Dang. Pro tip for me. Did I shit on the plane? No. <laughs> Their plan Did you shit the worked. rest of the week? <laughs> I was in London for a week and didn't shit once. In London. 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 You sound like you're Did from you London. Did you shit in the WC? <laughs> in the water closet? <laughs> Bollocks. I shit in the Buckingham Palace. <laughs> really? No. Oh. That would have been a, a that been cool. move, though. I would have done that <laughs> right. if I could. In the uh, crowd. <laughs> but and then they cut back to the present uh, after we the no seatbelt people hit the ceiling. And they're discussing the dinosaurs, which might be monkeys. 
as they're saying. Uh, Kate is ready <laughs> to go. Said, it could be Vincent. Guys, we haven't eliminated the possibility. Up, it could be Vincent. <laughs> Kate's ready to go look for the cockpit. And uh, and he's like, yeah, no, you don't come with me. I, I'm, I'm better alone. Sorry. <laughs> I'm better alone. <laughs> and then he's like, we're going to need better shoes, right? And then Kate goes to loot a dead person's <laughs> shoes. I broke Steve. <laughs> You said that right as I took a drink of water. I'm sorry. I almost just spit it all over the spit equipment. Take. <laughs> sorry to derail the recap. No, sorry. man. It's, sorry. It's, it's, we're all about laughter I'm just here. so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so funny. You are Madison. And while Kate's looting a dead person's shoes. Uh, hey, he don't need them. She found hiking shoes in her size Also, who wears hiking shoes on a flight? She was like, that you know. That shit's hard to take off when you're going through security. I was eyeing these anyway. <laughs> like, she went straight to them. Thank you for giving me a reason. She said, oh, thank goodness. It's like, oh, no, someone died, but oh. oh. But then Look at them. Scarface. Scarface. He's got a big scar on his face. He okay. looks on, and he's got the orange peel smile. That Is that a Godfather so reference? so bizarre. Can I, can I tell you guys a secret? Yes. Is it a we won't tell anyone. Don't worry. That and it's not a spoiler, but it's, it's giving you guys a, a, a window into my mind for future episodes. Okay. That dude with the orange in his mouth? That is my favorite character of the show. Oh, my gosh. Of <laughs> is, course it is. Is this a Godfather reference? I don't know. Because uh, at the I, end of the Godfather. Like, I actually, I can't speak to what this is, in, like, leading to. I don't know why. Yeah. I know this is, a, I've seen this meme. of Just this guy smiling with the orange peel. Lost fans geeking out about how much they love this moment. It never made any sense to me. I was like, what is going on on that island? But at the end of the Godfather, Vito Corleone is 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 chasing his grandkids around mm-hmm. with, you know, a piece of an orange in his mouth. Well, that's something I think like class. A, that's a, a classic lo- dad grandfather thing to do, right? Like it is. We're just in general. If you're yeah. a kid, and you're like, like yeah. I, I was trying to just figure out: was he trying to be funny, like be lighthearted in this moment of tragedy, or was he like, or is this like yeah. a bigger? Like, like, oh, what does this say about this man? It. He I, knows I, something we don't. Yeah, he, he, well, he was just like, let me just orange peel smile. Without here. being spoilery, I can tell you he is just very excited about that they're alive. Okay. Basically. So it, 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 his jubilation leads is for a reason. Okay. But I can't spoil what it well, is. Well, my initial thought was this guy's creepy as fuck. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, just read the room, man. Right. Um, and Kate's like not having it. She's like, mm. I love Close how your he, mouth. But he does do something that's kind of monstrous because he he does the smile. He's I, I assume he wants to elicit a response. It creeps her out, so he does not get the response he wants. So he just kind of goes, eh, and then eats the orange with the peel on. Oh, isn't that gross? It's I, very bitter. Does anyone eat the orange peel? No one does. Jail. You can use them for a lot of things, though. Jail. If you do that. Jail. <laughs> You can uh, bonk. Orange peels are a good fabric softener. They're, they have many are they uses. Really? Yeah, I know people do eat the peel, but I just can't. No, it's yeah. like when people it's a eat. Block. It's when people eat the 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 shell on a peanut or the shell of sunflower seeds. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's those people. Those motherfuckers. <laughs> those motherfuckers keep me up at night. You can eat water. You can eat boiled watermelon rinds. I think they're boiled. I think they boil them. Boiled. Mm. Boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. But then Hurley comes out and he says, it looks grim in the fuselage. <laughs> Is that how you say it? Yeah. Uh, I think so. I, for one, if I, had, had I been there, I'd have been like, where? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> I do love how he says like it looks in there, grim in there because the body, the, the B O D Y S. I don't think a man who doesn't know how to spell bodies knows the word fuselage, <laughs> right? Maybe it's written like, somewhere. They're throwing me all over the place with this guy's uh, character. That's, but that's a good point. He's like, yeah, because all the B-O-D-Y. And then the kid is the one who corrects him. It's B-O-D-I-E-S, yeah. Yeah. which I think is funny. <laughs> yeah. But um, he's completely unfazed by the fact that there's a bunch of dead bodies yeah. on the plane. Actually, I think the kid's probably taking it better because he doesn't have the concept of life and death yet. You know, like fully grasp. He's like, Maybe. why aren't he, he just looks at Kate and he's like, why aren't we taking all their shoes? <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, it's she, Christmas time on the beach. Shannon still thinks somebody's coming for him. Uh, yeah, idiot. They'll just clean the bodies out and then get her. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Charlie wants to come too. And I put, of course he does because the only other character I know of his, he was eager to go on the journey as well. (laughs) In this moment, I was like, he's bad news. This, this little interaction right here. I was like, I have a, I have a weird feeling about you. Mm. And it's later confirmed in the, or at least I have suspicions as to why he wanted to go to the cockpit. And I think think he's a drug addict and he left them in the bathroom. And that's why he was getting chased by the flight attendant. Yeah. That's my theory. I also think that as well. That's my theory. Because she caught him in the potty. Yeah. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, they probably he probably wanted to go with him because he knew of a shortcut to get to the cockpit, and that's Buckleberry Ferry. Buckleberry Ferry. (laughs) (laughs) Buckleberry fucking ferry. Um (laughs) Did you see that video? No. What video is this? It's Mary and Pippin, the actors, uh, and and Mary's explaining to Pippin that, hey, do you know it was in America, uh, <laughs> it's PG-13, which means we could have said fuck once and gotten away with it. And oh. Pippin's like, oh, shit, really? And he's like, yeah. So I have a few ideas of where we could have put it. And one of his <laughs> ideas is... Uh, Buckleberry fucking fairy. (laughs) (laughs) I think I have seen a segment of that video because I do remember that. That's super fun. I think Pippin comes up with fool of a fucking took, uh, which would have been great. That is good. Uh, But then Kate, Jack, and Mary, uh, or I'm sorry, Charlie, Charlie. uh, they're on their journey. A little fellowship, if you will. Uh, (laughs) And Kate thinks she knows him because he plays bass in Drive Shaft. And she's a big fan of Drive Shaft. Drive Shaft. You Uh, all, everybody. You all, everybody. You all, everybody. (laughs) Clearly, he wasn't the singer in the band or isn't the singer. No. Um, And the fucking dog is watching them like in a horror movie. It's so weird. It's just the dog is so non like menacing looking. Like it's It's just just a good boy. So innocent. (laughs) It's It's just a good boy. It's the goodest boy ever. Just like. I don't. I, I'll let the I people just, figure their shit out on the beach yeah, before just, I, mm. I get back in there. Yeah. I'm just gonna yeah. live my dog, my best dog life here in the jungle. <laughs> so okay, the dog. We don't know who the dog is, right? Or the dog? It's Vincent. Vincent. It's Vincent. Yeah. The okay. dog belongs to Charlie. And, okay. Or no, okay. Um, uh, Walter and I guess Michael is his Michael, name. We find yeah. out later. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then with Scarface, Orange Peel Man is sad. <laughs> we cut to him briefly. He looks like he's like on the beach looking, or maybe he's just he's serene. Like looking into the distance. Yeah. yeah, I took it as he was he was serene and kind of yeah, enjoying chilling. The, that was a good orange. <laughs> Man, what a good orange I just had a few hours ago. I wish I had more of them. And then it starts pouring rain on the fellowship and everyone. Uh, and then the 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 Korean couple, the, the husband's like, find your own fucking wing because somebody tries to shelter under there with him. Yeah. Uh, but remember, in he's, his defense, he's that for dude himself. could not fit there. They, yeah. they yeah. had all the real estate like, no, there. Go away. Yeah. Uh, and then the dinosaurs start knocking down more trees. Ooh. That's scary. Uh, and then luckily the fellowship finds the cockpit and it's a big old chunk. It's not just the cockpit. It's like big old chunk. Whole front it's half of the plane. Hu- this plane was huge. Massive plane. They must have been traveling far. It's like yeah. the plane we went 
on for the first time? Well, I think it was uh, they were traveling from Australia to really uh, L.A. I think Aussie. Yeah. Aussie. I, I know they were. They took off from Australia. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Um, There's no Australians on this flight. There are. You couldn't get one of the Hemsworths. Uh, the, the right. I, Even the, Luke. The pregnant Margo? woman's Margo Australian. Robbie wasn't available. Tony Collette. The Nicole pregnant Kidman? woman's Australian. Oh, oh, is she? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Good eye. Nice cone. Nice, nice cone. Wait, the cockpit. Oh, I'm really, pregnant. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> got a little bun in the oven. They call me the. <laughs> they call me the receiver. Not the transceiver. What are what are, what are rugby positions? <laughs> I received. That's out of my realm. I don't know. <sighs> but they said, let's get this what? transceiver thing. What? Cyan Australian. Are you looking I'm, at? I'm a loose head, or a, maybe a tight head prop. Mm. Apparently, that's a rugby position. Loose oh. head. Uh, they say, let's get this transceiver thing right. The cockpit's locked, unfortunately, when they climb up there. Uh, so he hits it a bunch, gets it open. But then a fucking pilot flies out, jump scare. I said, Body. that was a good moment. I said, ha ha. Uh, <laughs> that's when we find out his name is Charlie is in this moment. So like, Where, where's Charlie? Because uh, they're all Australian now. Uh, <laughs> you and, all, everybody. And then we get, we it's get, just falling. <laughs> you all, <laughs> you all, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> we get the next. We get another pilot jump scare because this one's alive, and we find out. Ah, yeah. this one's breathing. And Jack, of course, Jack of all trades that he is, he's already counted everybody and everything. He's like, there's at least 48 survivors. Uh, and a dog somewhere. I could smell him. And then, <laughs> do you and know he, who the who the the pilot is? No. It's Greg uh, Greg uh, Grunberg. This dude is in literally every J.J. Abrams movie. Like, I guess he's just a friend of J.J.'s. Is he in Super 8? Uh, yeah, he's in Super 8. He's in the Star Wars sequel trilogy. He's Snap Wexley. Old Snap Wexley. Huh. And, uh, and just like in uh, uh, the Star Wars sequels, it does not end well for this pilot because he's an X-Wing pilot in the Star Wars movies. Mm. Mm. He's a pilot everywhere he goes. Yay. Um. Yeah, and he tells them the story of the flight, and he's like, hey, it's not looking good, guys, because the radio went out, and then we just tried to turn back towards Fiji, and we were a 1,000 miles off course when we hit the turbulence, so they have no idea where we're at. They're never going to find us. We need to find the transceiver, and then Jack's like, not a big deal, but I told him we needed the transceiver. <laughs> yeah, I told him, hey, guys, look for a complicated walkie-talkie. When, when the radio went out, you should have called me. I've built many plane radios. <laughs> And I know exactly where the G spot is, Kate. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, I figured. That's why I came on this it's, journey. It's under the, the back sack. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of nerves in there. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I've seen them. Um, <laughs> and hmm. and he's like, remember Charlie? And they, Jack's like, oh, I forgot about Charlie. And he was in the bathroom just like when the crash started. Mm. Mm. Then there's more dinosaur noises. The pilot, Rawr. for some reason, is like, let me see it. Oi. And he gets snatched up. Yeah, he's like going through the, the crashed open window and like, what's going on? And then gets fucking ripped out snatched out and eaten I hey. thought he was eaten blood sprays out everywhere it's actually weirder than being eaten they run for it Jack grabs the transceiver which is great mm -hmm. Charlie trips and gets stuck I don't know how his foot gets all wrapped up in some roots uh, and they fucking leave him which is great <laughs> and then Jack, as you should but then Jack comes back for him uh, and then Kate does Kate's the alone. fear count 
I wasn't a fan of this damsel in distress moment, but I was like, it's 2004. <laughs> I need to be okay with it <laughs> for this right now. Well, she does the fear yep. count. She does. Well, th- there was a little, like, th- one of the things I'm not super thrilled about this episode is, like, they very quickly are like, oh, Jack's like, let me let me protect you. Like, when the yeah. monster first shows up, he's like, come here, and, like, hugs her. Like, it's, it's a little, like, you guys just met. And also, yeah. it's Evangeline Lilly. She can She can herself. kick ass, yeah. 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 But she screams his name. She's Jack, made drapes her Jack, first try of sewing. Jack. I want to see those drapes. <laughs> I want to see them. You heard do it here. Do not. No. Don't. Do not go there. I didn't. There was a twinkle <laughs> there was in your a eye. Moment. I saw it spark. <laughs> Diffuse that shit real quick. Is that what that's like when you guys have a filter and shit? Because I have to experience that for the first time just now. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> My filter hey, was visible, though. You know what, man? It was. I'm proud of you. Good job. Thank You're you. You're growing. <laughs> and then oh. I actually, even though I hated like the whole monologue that Jack Shepard does, to tell about the fear count. Yeah. I liked that it was brought back and like this moment. Yeah. Um, with Kate. Again, a little over, a little melodramatic, maybe, uh, but it was kind of neat Jack, in that Jack, moment. Help me. <laughs> uh. <laughs> and then Charlie runs into Kate as soon as she like bursts from her bamboo and he's like, I lost Jack. He saved me and he dipped out, man. We should probably go. Uh, and then the rain stops. And he's, did, she's like, did you see it? And he's like, no, but there's a gargantuan quality about this thing. Um, and then they go back for Jack. Uh, and she finds I'm Charlie, by the way. <laughs> she, I love that. Yeah. I heard you screaming for Jack. I, I'm Charlie. Like, I'm Charlie. I, you probably didn't call out my name. She didn't know it. I'm Charlie. I'm Charlie. <laughs> I just want to make sure you know. <laughs> and then she finds pilot wings in a puddle. I loved this scene. They look up and they see the pilot above them. But first she sees it in like the tree puddle reflection. And um, um, how does something like that happen? How does it happen? I was confused, too, because if we're dealing with some sort of this is some sort of malevolent creature then because Mm. it didn't eat. It wasn't for food that they took the pilot. Did this defeat your dinosaur theory? Short arms? No, it must be. uh, It could be. It could be a velociraptor. It could Mm. be an Indominus Rex. Those things kill for pleasure. That's true. That's true. But yes, the pilot was not eaten. He was just savaged and thrown aside, Mm. right? Uh, And then uh, we see Jack. Jack's back. I'm fine. I dove into a bush (laughs) and while I was in there, I found some food. Because these berries I know are edible and whatever. Uh, and then. He brought out it. food? No. Oh. I made all that up. No, Jack just. He's Jack just a handy guy. Yeah. Very handy. He's a handy guy. Also, I repaired the transceiver because I used to be an engineer, but I got bored with it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know this man's faults. I want to know his weaknesses. But I couldn't reach anybody in English. Luckily, I speak six languages. Uh <laughs> And then we finally get the title, Lost. And it goes, Lost. Huh. Where is everybody? And <laughs> that's it. Steve, it's time for that's Beach Please. End. Well, that brings us to our trivia segment, Beach Please. You guys ready Beach for some please. trivia? Trivia. Yes. Oh, I like that little Star Wars cantina music. <laughs> nice. Did you know, this is my favorite part of okay. trivia for maybe the entire show, but did Ooh. you know in the original pilot for Lost, it, it, everything happens the exact same way except for the very end. 
Jack is meant to die in the pilot. The original concept for the pilot was Damon Lindelof thought it would be really, really interesting to create a TV show where they endear you to this main character and mm. then they kill him off in the first episode. So now you're like, oh shit, no one's safe. Yeah. Anything can happen. Uh, Ooh, took, so, a, took a page out of George Martin's book. Yeah. Or I was thinking Scream, where it's like they introduced the... Uh, Drew Barrymore, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so originally the pilot gets sucked out of the plane. They all go running. Jack goes missing, and they're like, where's Jack? And the body they find in the trees is Jack's body. Wow. Uh, and uh, this kind of led to the fact that when they were originally trying to make this pilot made, they originally were trying to cast Michael Keaton in the role of Jack because there was going to be like a special guest star. Yeah. They knew they didn't have to pay him that long, but yeah. they could kind of sell the show on Michael Keaton coming in. Sure. And that would actually be more shocking when your beloved Michael Keaton, if you're a fan of his, right, when he dies, of all people. Wild. Yeah, that would be nuts. Huh. Uh, the plane wreck itself cost $250,000 to ship to Hawaii because the show is filmed wow. in Hawaii. So just getting it there cost them that much money. And in fact, before they shipped it to Hawaii, obviously it's got to like sit like at an airport. And I guess it was sitting kind of out in the open in a way. And the airport had to make announcements that like, that's not a real wreck. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be fine. I'm surprised they flew it out and not transported it on. By boat? Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of an interesting I mean, thing. it's like a five-hour flight from L.A. to Hawaii. L.A. I think, as I recall. So that would be a long boat ride. Is what My I mean. producer brain is just like, hmm, how to create less panic as much as possible. Mm -hmm. I feel like having it out in the open at an airport would create some sense of panic. For sure. Mm, absolutely. Uh, can you guys guess who was the first actor cast for Lost? Like, officially cast? Like, they got their role? They were the first one? I'm going to say... Dominic Monaghan. Okay. Chris, what's your guess? The first actor to get a, a part? Yeah. Well, it's going to be a, one of the quote-unquote leads. That's what they're going to focus on first, right? Uh, uh, Evangeline Lilly. You were both wrong. It's Jorge Garcia. Early. Oh. oh. He was the first one to get his offer. Uh, the, uh, the, the plane where they shot the, the flashback where they're just sitting on the plane is the same exact plane set used in the 2004 film Soul Plane. Nice. <laughs> I that nice. Was funny. Uh, let's see. What's another? Uh, 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 oh, so production. We kind of talked about the budget for the show. Why does it seem like such a big movie? Uh, this, the two hour pilot, so part one and next week's part two, had a budget of $12 million, which is that's obviously a lot. That's a ton of money, especially in 2004 yeah. money. For television. And it was so much money that. Uh, the guy who greenlit the the cost and show the the uh, Lloyd Braun I think's his name got fired, even though this show eventually became the <sighs> biggest hit ABC had ever well, had had in years. Oh my so, god! But because he greenlit this incredibly expensive show, he got shit canned. <laughs> by wow. him an apology by yeah. Bad Robot or like well ABC yeah. ABC oh, execs yeah I yeah. see. Uh, wow. I think Disney owned ABC at the time, so huh? it's probably like the, the oh, Mickey Mouse boy. came in. Oh boy, where's my money, Lloyd? How <laughs> oh, shit can you so fast? You upset Goofy's Goofy Eye Street. Oh, you? Mike me, bitch. Mike me, bitch. That's a good Love that sound. That is good. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, and fi our final bit of uh, Beach Please trivia is that this episode won four Emmy Awards. 
for outstanding mm. single camera picture editing for a drama series, outstanding music composition for a series, mm. outstanding special visual effects for a series, and outstanding directing for a drama series. That's that so Michael yeah, Chikino score. Four Emmys, one episode. We're just at the beginning of this, guys. Dang. I'm excited. We're in. We are strapped in, unlike those four people on the flight. <laughs> uh, that brings us to our Mile High Club moments, our top three favorite moments of the episode. Madison, start us off with your number three. My number three. First of all, I feel like there are a lot of fun, quirky, like comedic relief moments. And I usually place those at my number three anyway. Um, so it was very hard because I felt like this episode had a lot of those quirky com- like comedic moments but the pens comment with ian summerholder so funny i loved that um i can't tell i can't tell which stick i like more of if it's like him sending him out to get the pens or if it's the final delivery he's like i got the pens and there's six of them like he was able to do it but that's my number three steve your number three my number three favorite moment is uh, a moment that i think you guys didn't seem to like, but to me, it's such an iconic sh- moment from the show, and I love it so much because I love this character. Is it the and- spaghetti nerves? <laughs> no, it's not no, spaghetti it's this nerves. One. No, it's the orange uh, smile from uh, our good friend John Locke. I feel like you have more uh, context to enjoy that moment. I do have more context. It's it's definitely a moment that maybe when I the first time I watched the show, I think oh, I watched Lost for the first time in two thousand five. So the first time I saw the show, I don't know. Maybe I appreciated this moment when it happened. But I definitely picked up on like, oh, that's a weird thing. Like it, it's it sticks out in this in a show where a plane crashes and there's a dog and there's dinosaur things and there's there's butt sacks or back sacks. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Stay tuned, everybody. Like, yeah. Butt sacks coming next week. Coming this next show week. is going to get awesome. Episode two of Lost Butt Sacks. Uh, <laughs> Why did you say I, I'm dyslexic. Uh, but in a show where all this weird stuff happens. One of the most memorable weird shots is a guy smiling with an orange peel for teeth. And that is that is why and it's gone on. And now that I have more context of the show, it's one of my favorite, most iconic shots of the show. So that's that's me, baby. Me. Chris. My number three is the pens as well. Um, Nice. Ian Summerhalter's pen gag specifically when he brings them, I think, is this is the one to call out just because it's like (laughs) I had forgotten about it. It's funny. Yeah. Um, And Madison, what is your number two? My number number two Mile High Club moment is the moment where Kate looks down, finds the uh, wing emblem in the dirt. Mm. And it was just a really cool shot of like kind of a rack focus of her looking at the the emblem to going to the reflection then the reflection showing the body in the in the tree. Um, I don't know. It's just I, I enjoy a good rack focus and I really liked that scene. It was really cool. Well done as well. Steve, you're number two. My number two is when Charlie, Jack, and Kate begin their adventure, and Kate recognizes Charlie. We all everybody. We all everybody. Uh, I I love the fact that Charlie is this member of a band called Drive Shaft, and they're somewhat supposedly they're fairly famous, they're fairly popular, they're popular yeah. enough for Jack Kate to know, know who it is. And I love how Kate's kind of like. You're in Drive Chef. No shit. That's awesome. And then Jack, I love that Jack walks up like, hey, what's the hold up? <laughs> I spread I was way ahead of you guys. I spread it back. What's what are you guys talking about? And Kate's like, do you know that Charlie's in Drive Chef? He's like, I don't give a fuck. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> We're losing daylight here. Like, they're, yeah, they're pretty famous. We're famous. We are famous. <laughs> We're on tour. 
We're going on tour. And he said, it's the comeback. Not anymore. It's a comeback. Like, yeah. I, I just love how kind of like offended he gets. Just right. Like, We're drive shaft. Uh, but yeah, that's my number two. Uh, my number two is the second fear countdown with Kate, with Evangeline Lilly. Because uh, nice. again, the introduction of that premise, I was not digging, but it came back in a satisfying way. And I appreciated that it had ever happened at all. Finally. I'm wondering um, if that will come back again. I kind of hope not. We can't just keep getting a fear count. <laughs> I kind of hope not. We can't just keep that getting fear like count downs. I hope so. There's going to be so many people counting to five in the show. <laughs> all right, guys, I'm teaching you all my technique. No, I want none of that. Okay. Dogs like, row, 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 when he gets scared. Get, get two more. <laughs> get two more rows. <laughs> you thought I was going to do the whole bit? Well, yeah, you have to let the fear in for five rows. <laughs> Ro. Ro. There we go. <laughs> now you could be the goodest boy. Madison, what is your number one favorite moment of the episode? Uh, my number one favorite moment is the opening sequence where Jack is going, running through all of the mayhem is happening with the plane. I think if you're going to start a season and really capture people's attention, this is the way to do it. Um, I yeah, really you're definitely watching episode two after oh, this shit. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And what I really liked too is kind of how they made Jack almost an audience member as well. Like we're we're coming into what is going on through Jack's eyes, and I really liked that. Um, but yeah, it was. I felt like a lot of characterizations in the opening sequence as well with the characters that we will get to know. Um, but I think a lot of how we get to know those characters if we watch back this opening sequence may have some important symbols or how they filmed them. You know what I mean? Like I, I really enjoyed the opening sequence. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. I just remembered a flashback because I, again, I made a video about all the most famous shows of all time I had never seen. And the a prominent one was lost. And so many people said, fuck lost. It'll waste your time because the ending made me so sad. Mm. Um, a lot of people said that because a lot of people say that about the ending of the show. But every single person said at least watch the pilot, which just now hit me that I remember that everybody said that. Um, and I assume they mean both parts. Right. But maybe they just meant this. But I mean, this is like a legendarily I, good I think pilot. I mean, both parts um, like I there are very few opening sequences that I remember. This one is definitely going to be one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I can imagine for the time when this came out on broadcast television, how impactful this opening sequence was for yeah, because this, this was basic cable too, right? Yeah, this is basic cable. Like uh, the the golden age of TV was just kind of starting, but to get that stuff, you had to go to like HBO, yeah. or some sort of the one to watch premium. Well, but you didn't get this on like ABC. Or, again, you don't know about this, but Showtime was one of those. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the Showtime I'm not subscribed to. <laughs> Can I ask, was there, what was the PR behind this show? Because I, like, was this primetime TV or was it pushed mm-hmm. up through the years? Oh, so it was, it was advertised oh, yeah. as primetime television. Yeah, this was advertised as like a big deal okay. when it came out. Was this like competing with Survivor? Survivor was on a ton at the time. I, th- yeah. I, I can't remember. So I was so far removed from Survivor, but. Is this uh, like Big Brother level? I, well, it's like I w- real, real world, world versus road rules level. 
Sorry, Vincent came out of me again. He got, he got a little scared. <laughs> Vincent got a little scared. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a big deal because I remember a lot of people, because this is still back in the day where people, you only consume this stuff one episode at a time. Oh, this and, would have been water cooler. Oh, fodder. yeah. You, like, literally, you would go to work the next day and people would be like, oh, my God, did you see what happened on Lost? Yeah, imagine if Twitter existed. Well, didn't Lost invent, like, online theorizing fandom rabidness? Like, that was, oh. Lost was the beginning of that, right? Or was that Buffy? Uh, maybe I don't know if that was the beginning of it, but it definitely was a thing. Like, uh, I remember at the time while watching Lost, because you you know how like Jack takes off his shirt to so fuck yeah, I do. Uh, if you notice, he's got tattoos all over him. He yeah. does. I remember like throughout the course of the show, there were people who were just mad, speculating like what those tattoos mean. Like that was a big deal. Was just the speculation just behind his tattoos, and that's not even really a mystery. Right. Yeah. Right. That's not even like what's the dinosaur eating the pilot. It's just like why this guy has like I just remember the speculation was rampant that much. Like the smallest little kernel of intrigue that the show dropped. People would just me. I need to discuss it. I'm probably going to love the end of the show. I don't think it's nearly as bad. as What I think, think here's my theory about what the theories are. <laughs> I bet what happened is what happens all the time now that I've witnessed as part of like being, you know, in the discussion at the forefront of some of these where people are like, they go way off the deep end and then they feel like they've been let down and it's their own fault for doing stuff like what do his tattoos mean? Right. Yeah. And so they feel like they didn't get delivered the promise of a premise that was never a premise and they kind of ruined the show for themselves and that this show seems kind of rife uh, with that kind of thing. Right. Like that that could happen. Now, this this is a TV show. There are six seasons. The earlier seasons have like 25 episodes a season. I think season. And didn't the writer strike the affect season, one of these? Well, season four, I think, is the writer strike season. Mm. But it's actually like maybe the best season because mm. it, it was a much more concentrated story. They didn't have they, it's a shorter season. It's like 10 episodes. So they don't have like all this like filler. They're just like, OK, plot. We're doing the plot. Uh, so the, the writer strike season is actually like one of the best seasons of the show. Hmm. Um, and, and, but like any other show, there are some storylines that don't go anywhere. There are ups, there are downs. There are actors and actresses who get fired unceremoniously. Sure. So some of those stories don't resolve at mm. all or very well. Uh, calling back to the article that we touched on in the beginning of the episode, there are certain characters that their ending of the show isn't good and kind of like, Oh, they're doing my boy dirty. Yeah. Uh, and, and so it's not a perfect ending, but I think the core story of what they were going for, I still think they they handle pretty well. And because and, and, a lot of people are like, oh, it's dog shit. It's really not. <laughs> yeah. It, I think it's a lot of what you spoke about. Well, what was your number two favorite moment? We're on number one, my friend. Or number one. Sorry. And I, I you know, I don't think I think we're going to have all three of us say the same thing. Maybe it's the opening wreckage scene. Oh, Chris shaking his head. Oh, I should have picked that, but I didn't. Oh, I'm interested to see what you picked. So, okay, what's the, gonna be our like? So we had buzz, buzz, buzz. For you, we all, everybody. <laughs> we all, everybody. We, we all, everybody. Okay, there you go. I love Wait, it. Wait, did we just harmonize? Yes, I think we did. Wow, it was okay. amazing sounding. We didn't. We didn't practice that at all. I no, chose when the pilot gets eaten slash not eaten. Really, kind mm. of your number two with the pilot puddle thing. Sure. But kind of more the part where he gets sucked out of the cockpit because that whole sequence, like that two minutes where like we get the pilot jump scare that falls out of the tilted plane towards Charlie. Like 
it was ramping up. It was a level of horror. Uh, I don't know why. Why did I go Donald horror. Trump there? It was horror. A le- it was that a level of horror. It was tremendous. I thought uh, it was more like Barb and Star going to be some horror. There we go. That's more, that's more wholesome. That's horror. more wholesome. <laughs> I just, you know, especially with like the blood squirt on the window uh, of the cockpit. Like I was just like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I know in interviews, JJ specifically was like, I don't want the the wreckage scene to be gory. I want it to be like almost bloodless so that the few moments of gore, so like Jack's cut. And then when the pilot gets the blood splitter on the window, he wanted those moments to like really hit. Yeah. So they made the conscious decision to not make the, the, the wreckage like when scene the guy gets super sucked bloody. The engine, it yeah. wasn't like a pff, spray out the back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was just ex- a, 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 a spray of explosion out the back instead. That man was uh, that guy was also made of pure gasoline. Yes, just like the plane wing. That's why they had it explode so it would be bloodless. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that's I think that's my favorite moment. But I mean, of course, the opening's incredible. Uh, which brings us to our Passenger Princess Award, mm. the best performance or favorite of the episode. Madison, who did you choose? I think my favorite. Well, no, I, I, it's written there. But uh, Jack, <laughs> who is played Matthew by Fox. Matthew Fox, um, I mean, he carried the whole episode um, starting from the top to the bottom. So um, and I I like his character. He doesn't seem super relatable because he's perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, I, I think he did a really good job in this episode. My favorite character I'm surprised you didn't pick this one, Madison. My my Passenger Princess Award goes to Evangeline Lilly. Mm. Uh, so you're right. Matthew Fox does carry this episode. But I think he has some odd acting choices, mm-hmm. some that's odd fair. deliveries at very crucial points that kind of take me out of the point. And part of that's on the writing, like the soliloquy. Sure. Part of that's that. But he does a couple weird like little ticks and deliveries that I think kind of undercut what he's trying to do. Whereas Evangeline Lilly... Even the smallest amount of stuff she's given, she really accentuates it. Like the like, yeah. I I sewed drapes. Like that, I did it on a sewing machine. Just like her exasperation was really sold, and it, the the look on her face when she like says like that guy was sitting next to me on the plane. I think she really highly. And then the 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 light moment with her and Charlie and being yeah. drive shaft. I think she really nails everything that she's asked, uh, despite not necessarily being anchored the anchor of the episode. Sure. Chris, I'm choosing, uh, but I'm cheating here, but it's Dominic Monaghan for me. Ooh, uh, the trio, the trio, the trio. I, I just think my love of him as Maria Doc is probably contextualizing his performance differently, sure. but it brought uh, a level of levity. Uh, I almost chose uh, Hurley already. If I'd have known the guy's, you know, the character's name. Uh, before you gave it to me and they gave him a little bit more to do. I, I, I know for sure he's going to be passenger princessing quite a lot yes, he in is. the future, yeah. I'm sure. Yes, he is. Uh, but I just love Charlie's kid. There's some mystery there, not to spoil our next and final segment, but to his character, there's more there. But also he was funny. I love that fucking guy. I love his face. And he's bringing me an anchor other than Saeed. I don't have much like star power anchoring me to this show. Um, so I'm latching on to his beautiful face, right? You're not latching on to Ian Summerholder? No, I never, eyes. I didn't like Vampire Diaries. You're not or, latching uh, on what's to. What's the spinoff? Eternals or uh, uh, Immortals or uh, I never Originals? Watched originals. Originals. There you go. 
I think. I was going to say, I haven't watched Vampire Diaries. My, my wife loves it. She's trying to explain it to me. She's like, so some of the vampires are the ones that made all the other vampires. They're more powerful. Uh, They're the originals. Uh, <laughs> interesting. But anyway, um, so I'm giving it to Dom. Good choice. Family. Good choice. And uh, our final segment. <laughs> Family. <laughs> Lost and found. Lost and found. I think there's two mysteries, right? The dinosaurs, the creatures. So what? Is, what are the monsters in the in the forest? Correct. Okay. Yeah. And what are all, the other one? I think the, Mary. What's going on with uh, Mary? What's going on with Charlie? <laughs> what's going on with Charlie? That's a mystery, right? We think it's. I think it's drugs. I think we all kind of are leaning that way. Yeah. Okay. I think it's he had a stash in the bathroom. I mean, I also had written um, Orange Mouth Man. <laughs> Orange just Mouth Man. Just, who, that just, character's a mystery. Sure. Just, yeah, what's going yeah. on with what him? What the fuck's going on with that guy? Yeah, then, so, yeah the, the, again, to remind everyone, the point of Lost and Found is we're going to find mysteries, mm-hmm. we're going to write them down, and we're going to keep a ledger of them, and we'll review them every episode to see if they're answered or if they added new ones. Any more mysteries? What is Vincent doing? What is Vincent doing? What is that dog up to? Is sure. he plotting? That's a mystery. Is Are the noises, in fact, Vincent like Walt claims? Hmm. Who's the father of the baby of the pregnant woman? Oh, who is the who father was of the, the baby? quarterback? You could say, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's a mystery. I just wanted to deliver that joke. I'm, I'm going to write down who is the quarterback <laughs> no, 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 and no, no. see if we remember what that oh, is. You don't next think week. it's a mystery? No, who cares? It's none of my business. Hey, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> Awful suspicious that you're pregnant, ma'am. On a <laughs> on a plane. On a plane. <laughs> Uh, Are you, by the way, I do want to say, I don't think you're allowed to fly at eight months pregnant. Boom. I've never it's been highly, pregnant, so I don't know. It's highly advised against by doctors. Back me up, Casey. <laughs> I, I have no insight into that at all. Mm. Uh, I would only add one more thing to this list of mysteries, and that is precisely what exactly happened to the plane? That's a good one. Where, like, what happened to the oh, plane? Why did the radio go out? Why sure, did, sure. Why did the tail rip off? Why did the cockpit rip off? Like, Is what, it like what a, happened uh, to it? Laura why? Lee situation, perhaps? <laughs> Suspicious plane exploding? It was the wilderness, like, you ain't getting out of here. Mm-mm. Well, they said the radio went out, so why somebody was up. Why the wilderness... <laughs> Someone from Brooklyn. <laughs> you ain't getting out of here. You, you ain't getting out of hey here. Hey, you, you think you're getting out of here? No, you're no, stuck. No, you're, you're not. Stuck. You're stuck in here you're with not. us. All right. No. Sit over there. Get your nails done. We're going to make gnocchi. All right. Come on. <laughs> it's an Italian dish. Hey. I've got the only one Steve could think of at the time. Gnocchi. <laughs> not a big deal. I had some gnocchi like two days ago. I love fire. gnocchi. Vodka mm. sauce and gnocchi with some mm. Italian sausage. Oh, my God. My mother. My mother. <laughs> <laughs> my mother. The way she used to make my that mother. sauce. God rest his soul. So that was the first episode of Lost. I, it sounds like you guys I'm enjoyed in. it. I'm in. I'm in, yeah, baby. it's good. Thank you to all who chose Lost and everyone else who just acquiesced. Uh, <laughs> don't forget, we, for the ride. we are going to be covering other stuff all week and much more stuff down the road. But if you want season one of Lost to be a success, share the show, tell all your friends about it, whatever you got to do. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I got back into my Brooklyn accent because I think sometimes you got to use force. Uh, <laughs> and you are walking here. <laughs> yeah, I'm walking here. And if you have any theories of your own, maybe we missed some lost uh, and found mysteries. Mm. Write them in. Write in at streamingthingspod at gmo.com to interact with the show. You can find us on Twitter at streamthingpod. Mm. You can follow us on Instagram, which is streamingthingspod official. But just be wary of spoilers when emailing. Because yes. I, yes. I, I check email it. as well. Yes. Or if you are sending in a spoiler, like in the subject, like only Steve's eyes only, 
And please, oh, it better yeah. be spoilers for loss and not like photos of something. <laughs> <laughs> you can also become a patron at patreon.com slash streaming things and, and get Boom. access to our Discord where we're, we have a lost uh, specific channel where you can like interact with everybody. <laughs> and then also speaking of Discord, I do want to announce that next week, next Friday, I don't have the calendar in front of me, but a week and a day from when you hear this on Thursday uh, will be the return of Steve's fireside chats mm-hmm. on the Discord. Come on. It's been a while since uh, we've been able to do that since we went on went to LA and had our vacation, but that's returning next Allah. Friday. Allah. 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 That's all the time we have for right now. My name is Chris. My name is Madison. And I'm Steve. And this is Streaming Things. Row. 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 Row.